The Diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at slash WinBet. That's slash WYNNBET. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in the store, and we're giving away one for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. And football bingo is back this time for the NFL Christmas Day slate. Free to play and every bingo gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome everyone to the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean Sagan, the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin, the Eagles get the win over the bears 25 to 20. Fortunately, uh, Jalen hurts. He's able to finish the game. Couple picks did have three rushing touchdowns. Always felt like the, they were hanging around, letting the bears hang around a little too much. Didn't cover the spread, but did get the win Cowboys lost. And now they just need to win one of the next three to lock up the number one seed and they'll be good to go. Jalen Hurts, of course, is not starting against the Cowboys, dealing with the sprained shoulder there on his throwing shoulder. I mean, he sprained that shoulder and still hit a 40-yard bomb to A.J. Brown. That is the kind of rare breed untamed we're dealing with. Rob, I know uh, both receivers went off pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty wild, especially since it was, you know, arguably not Hurts best game. I mean, two interceptions, no touchdowns thrown for, you know, thrown. Um, Yet A.J. Brown somehow had nine receptions for 181 yards. Devontae Smith had five receptions for 126 yards. And, you know, I felt like we got off to kind of a slow start. I didn't really understand uh, the first half, how we were running Hurts so much. And, you know, hindsight's 20-20, but hand the ball off, especially in Chicago in that weather. Um, you know, I'm not going to go crazy about the injury because it can happen on any play, but it also felt like we were just running him unnecessarily in the beginning of that game. Yeah. I mean, 17 carries, that's insane. He doesn't need to be carrying the ball 17 times. And you said kind of hindsight, but even watching the game, we were hanging out watching the game together and everyone in the room was saying, why we keep giving it it running hurts. Like let miles Sanders go. Miles Sanders is having a career year. Uh, to his credit, Sirianni admitted that he didn't get Miles going enough in that game, uh, but the defense really came through in, in a big way. I mean, offense did what they had to do, but defense continues to dominate, kind of having a historic season. Justin, what's your take? I know D-line's been awesome. Yeah, I know. It was great to see. Uh, you guys talked about the offense, but uh, the one thing I think we all agreed that needed to happen is to just stop fields from running, unfortunately, on on one big massive play that didn't take place. <laughs> but other than that, it seemed like we contained him fairly well. Uh, six sacks in total. I mean, Hargrave had two, Sweat with two, and, and Reddick. So they did what they needed to do. Um, uh, unfortunately, on that one play, he was able to get free, and luckily it wasn't a, a touchdown uh, initially. But, um, it, yeah, uh, it was nice to see them be able to uh, stick to the game plan, 
kind of keep him in the pocket as well as they could. I mean, the guy's going to get out and run every now and then, as you saw, but uh, the defensive line really showed up and did what they needed to do to her, uh, to, uh, to stop fields. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of an interesting game too. Cause like you were watching it and like, you know, we had two turnovers, but yet you were never really that worried about winning the game through the whole thing for some reason, at least I wasn't. Just kind of felt like, yeah, we started slow, but we kind of knew we would pull away at some point. Yeah, it is a good point, Rob. I mean, this season is interesting. You start to have a little bit more confidence, and I think it just kind of comes with, you know, the team being able to to grind out wins, uh, basically, however however they see fit in order to win the game. So I agree with you. I wasn't initially – I wasn't really worried either, even though, uh, as Sean said, they did stick around a little bit too long. Yeah, they they hung around, but again, I never it never felt like oh my god, we're gonna lose this game. Uh, you know, would have been nice if uh, a good buddy uh, Elliot would have hit that field goal. Maybe you know, maybe cover some spreads or teasers there. But uh, that, yeah, AJ Brown having 181 yards that and Devonta Smith having 126 to Rob's earlier point. Like it, it, I don't know. It almost didn't feel like that watching the game, uh, but you know they did have some nice deep shots there. That was actually the first time they had two receivers each go for a hundred yards since uh, all the way back in 2013. Riley Cooper, Deshaun Jackson, uh, both had a hundred yards in the same game. Kind of a kind of a crazy nugget there. Yeah, what does uh, Devontae need? Like 99 more receiving yards to hit a thousand. And that'll be nice to see if it's AJ, him, and and Miles has a thousand rushing yards. That'll be pretty sweet to see for the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, he's sitting at nine oh one. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Like, what does he do this game? If they win this game, and we can talk about that in a little bit. Like, you know, what do you do with the starters? How much do you play them? Uh, especially interesting against the Saints because we have their draft pick. For me, the the big highlight. Or, I mean, you guys nailed a bunch of stuff. I think worth noting though. Boston Scott has really given the team a nice little uh, boost here in the return game. He had a fifty eight yard kick return. Uh, anytime you can give this offense a short field. They they just become that much more dangerous. He had a 66 yarder of the week before first guy since Quentin Demps with two 50 yard uh, kickoff returns. So again, the special teams much maligned uh, for good reason. And they seemingly have kind of picked it up here a little bit with the Boston Scott returns. Britton Covey's even had better returns. Like again, he was getting zero. Now he's at least getting a couple yards, but Boston Scott, uh, I love that guy. He feels like a, a poor man's Darren Sproles, just a fun little dude to root for. And yeah, you know, any sort of little bump we can get from special teams. is huge. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. You know, Scott, and Covey seems to have kind of come around. I know your dad loves Covey, Sean, so I'm happy uh, he's able to to keep keep it up now. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's a nice change of pace, not having to be totally annoyed by the special teams. As far as the season itself, it is kind of unfortunate. It does feel like with this injury, Hurts's uh, MVP run probably over. But I I don't know, Justin, what's your take? Does does Hertz still have a chance? Like you look at if you go over to Win Bet and look at his odds, they're still not horrible. He's right behind uh, Patrick Mahomes still, but I, I don't know. What do you think his formula is for winning the MVP? Does he get it done? I mean, I, I think if Minshew wins against the Cowboys, I, I think Hertz is done. Unfortunately, um, I do think him obviously not playing against the Cowboys hurts initially. 
Um, but if Mahomes doesn't have a great game, then then I think it's kind of even. But if Minshew wins, I mean, all those haters can easily rise up and then just say, hey, he's a system guy. You know, the, the talent is around him. Look what Minshew was able to do with the team, especially against, you know, a division rival like the Cowboys. So um, I, I think it's kind of over for him if Minshew wins. If Minshew loses and looks horrible, maybe Hurts is still alive. I mean, it doesn't help that he's not playing. But uh, if, if Mahomes gives up a couple picks and doesn't look this week, I think they could still be dead even if Minshew doesn't end up winning. But uh, I hope Minshew wins. I'm rooting for him. Uh, Hurts' yeah. MVP run is nice, but I, it, we need to win this week. I think, unfortunately, it's kind of a what-did-you-do-for-me-lately uh, league in terms of uh, perception that's out there. And I think, uh, one, Hurts didn't have his best game last week, at least especially if you didn't watch it and just look at the stat line. Um, yeah. you know, I think he played better than the stat line actually shows in terms of, you know, those receivers having yards, etc. But the problem's going to be, you know, what is he going to have to come back and play the rest of the year, right? I mean, maybe he plays one more game. Um, you know, and is that going to be enough? I mean, he would have to come back and and really wow in those games, you know, four touchdowns or, you know, something crazy I think to get back in the minds of those voters and you know, unfortunately, I just think we're going to be in a position where we're going to be resting guys down the stretch, at least in the last game. Uh, maybe Hertz gets more depending on the shoulder. So I, I think, unfortunately, you're probably right. And and it's probably a, a, an uphill battle for him to win. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just saying, uh, unfortunately, too, it takes eyes on the game. And this would be the week for him to kind of solidify it if he could play. Uh, but how many people are really going to be watching the New Orleans game? Um, other than Eagles and New Orleans fans, as well as, you know, the Giants game at the end of the season. I, I don't know how many eyes are going to be on those compared to the Dallas game. Yeah, to that point, I, I think his path for getting MVP is almost the Eagles have to lose, and then he has to light it up against the Saints, which is certainly possible. I think what also hurts him is that uh, Joe Burrow and Josh Allen play each other at the end of the year. I think that could raise their stock because that's like a big game, and Joe Burrow balling out or Josh Allen might be able to to pass hurts there. But I, at this point, I don't want him. Like it would be awesome if he wins regular season MVP, but. You look at the the guy who wins regular season MVP almost never wins the Super Bowl. It's one of those things that kind of actually I don't know what it is, but it always seems to hurt you. What was really annoying about uh, that I found with the um, the MVP discussion, Jalen Hurts, is people saying like, "Oh, look at the team he has around him. They have so many good players." Like, yeah, at literally every MVP winner has good skill players around him. You look at Aaron Rodgers, won it the last two years. He had Devonte Adams and a decent supporting cast like Aaron Jones. He had a pretty good offensive line those years as well. So, uh, you know, a year before that, Lamar Jackson, like Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown was playing really well that year. 2018, you have Patrick Mahomes uh, with Tyree Kill. Like, yeah, if you're going to win MVP, you're going to have good people around you. It's it, people act like, you know, they wanted the NFL MVP to be someone like LeBron where he dragged that team to the finals. Like that just doesn't, it doesn't happen. Like you usually just almost always goes to the quarterback with the most wins in the league. And I, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I do think obviously Minshew winning might hurt his MVP case, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really worried about that overall. Uh, but what about what about the injury itself? I'm not I'm not too scared about it. It does seem like by all reports, 
He should be. He could have played this Saturday if it was a playoff game, but I, I don't know. What's your take, Rob? Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I, I guess my biggest concern is I feel like the team had gotten into a pretty good flow offensively, um, you know, timing-wise, connection with the receivers. And my biggest concern is, one, obviously you want to be cautious with him at this point, right? Like we're going to – we need to win one of our last three games to clinch the number one seed, get that by, and be in the playoffs. And so the question comes, how much is Hurts going to play? If he's still in pain, it's it's conceivable he could not play any more the rest of the year. Um, I – hope he plays at least one game, but my concern would be kind of the rust factor uh, in terms of the timing and things like that. If he ends up missing, you know, if it ends up being say four weeks till his next meaningful game, that, that to me is what has the potential to be the biggest impact. It sounds like, you know, assuming everyone's forthcoming, the actual injury itself is pretty minor and should heal. Yeah, and there is there is some you know precedent. I know the uh, I think the 2004 Eagles they were 13 and one. They shut it down there for a few weeks and didn't seem to miss a beat per se in the playoffs. But you you have seen it go the other way too, where they rust the starters and then they're super rusty. I think one ideal scenario again it depends a lot if they win in Dallas. If they win in Dallas. I think, um, you know, then you start discussing how much you play of the starters in New Orleans against the Giants. I think it would be great to to play Hurts one of those uh, Saints or Giants game, not the entire game, just maybe, you know, put them out there for a couple drives similar to what you would see in a preseason game. I think that's a good, like, splitting the middle there. Uh, again, to, assuming he's 100% and assuming they, you know, clinch it this week against the, the Cowboys. If they don't clinch it this week, then I think it's pretty simple. Just put them out there against the Saints, uh, go full bore and get that number one seed locked up. But, you know, you could you could really make a case for either because any snaps he's out there, you're risking injury. And not only for him, for everyone else around him. Like if you're if you're playing Hurts, you got to play the entire offensive line. If you're playing Hurts, you should be playing the receivers as well. So it, it gets to be kind of an interesting conversation there. But I, I think even if they lock things up, uh, coming into that Giants game, I think we'll see Hurts maybe just a little bit, uh, just to just to get him back in rhythm, right? Yeah, I would agree with you guys. I mean, I think you'll see him at least a half in the Saints game. I would assume, unless there's more to the shoulder sprain than we know. Um, just like you're, you're talking about, keep him in rhythm, but also, and I know Sirianni's not worried about the Saints pick, but uh, Howie certainly is. Us fans certainly are. Um, it would be nice to see us also, you know, give them another loss in order to help that out. So that doesn't go unnoticed as well. Yeah. I mean, that'll be really interesting. Like, let's say we lock things up. Who, if any of the starters, do we see against the Saints? I think we see pretty much all backups against the Saints. And then maybe you see a like one series with the starters against the Giants. That's how I see it shaking out. But I, I don't know. What do you think, Rob? I'd rather play the starters against the Saints, get that win, <clears throat> help the draft pick. And then you sit everyone the last week against the Giants. Uh, to me, that makes more sense. Um, you I'm know, with Rob. Give, give everyone that long buy, uh, but yet it's still it's still you know reasonable. Uh, I I just think it makes more sense. I wouldn't shut everyone down against the Saints and then play a bit against the Giants. To me, I, I would rather just play them against the Saints and then totally shut them down against the Giants and, and not even worry about them playing a series. Really, just have them out there in street clothes. 
Yeah, it is interesting. But then do you, you know, how healed is that shoulder if you put him out there? And then are you playing all the starters besides Minshew? I don't know. It's it's gonna get interesting. And then well, but when you say starters, I mean even if Hertz himself isn't ready, yeah. I would play Minshew against the Saints and all the other starters. I mean, I, I should clarify that. I mean, if Hertz isn't ready, I'm not putting him out there against the Saints, but I would still play the other starters, uh, uh, you know, with Minshew. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how see how this shakes out. Taking a quick break to talk about win bet. That's right. Getting ready for the big Eagles Cowboys game. Oh, so many fun ways to bet over at win bet. And of course, go to sports slash win bet. So you can get in over there, build your own same game parlay, AKA win bets, build your own bet for the Eagles at the Cowboys right now. Eagles are a plus four and a half dog over at win bet. Or if you think they're going to win outright correctly at plus one eighty five, total sitting at 47 and again, uh, sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet, bet a hundred dollars, get a free hundred dollar bet. Uh, state restrictions apply. I offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you're somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And of course, make sure to enter the SGP mini helmet contest, slash helmet. And of course, get your football bingo card exclusively on the SGPN app. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. Moving over to the game itself right now. WinBet has the Dallas Cowboys favored by four and a half. Eagles are plus 180 on the money line. Don't worry, I already got down on the Eagles on the money line. Uh, for me, one of the matchups I really like. Well, first off, Vanderesh, their linebacker is out. So Sean, I have to I have to cut you off a second here. Um, I think before we even get into this matchup. We have to give a little kudos to our former coach, uh, Dougie P, for beating the Cowboys (laughs) last week. Um, Hooked us up big time with that victory. I think I even saw on Reddit that supposedly an Eagles uh, employee sent him a bunch of cheesecake or cheesesteaks to say thank you. Um, So, hey, kudos to Doug P. Yeah. And And another classy move by Philly. You know, it's all class here. What are you going to do? It is just we're oozing class. And if you haven't checked out the uh, Eagles offensive line Christmas album, I mean, come on. No wonder guys want to play here. It's just a fun <laughs> city to play for. The The town loves you, uh, especially when you're doing well. I mean, think about what if you were like the Chargers and or I mean, great examples, the Rams. They won the Super Bowl. They, you have no idea. Living in L.A., you have no idea they won the Super Bowl. No one's like. There's no offensive line Christmas album from the Rams last year. They're just a bunch of nobodies. I will say if, uh, if there's one complaint, it would be nice if it was a little longer. Uh, my wife was a little annoyed the sixth time around uh, when I was playing it on iTunes today. Uh, she's like, wait, is, is this another round? Like, wh- where are all the other songs? But we kept it playing. Don't worry. Jason Kelsey, uh, better center probably than a singer, I would have to say. But uh, Jordan, Mylotta, <laughs> Jordan Mylotta, like legit good singer. And then Lane Johnson, not bad. He he's kind of almost does like a Frank Sinatra like crooner thing where he's like not really singing, but it kind of works. Uh, yeah, that's that's. A, <laughs> I, I, I'm just happy to hear Christmas music that's at least somewhat different from the same stuff you just hear on repeat. So nice change, John. Are you- 
Are you auditioning for American Idol? What was that critique? My goodness, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm the Simon Cowell of uh, offensive <laughs> albums. Little bitchy for me, dog. <laughs> Justin, Justin's the Randy Jackson. He just loves everything. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, dog. I just want more. I just want more. You, you, you play those funky songs. Love it. <laughs> Moving over to the Cowboys game itself, like I said, uh, four and a half point dogs for some reason. The best team in the NFL. Yeah, we're missing Jalen Hurst, but you got Gardner Minshew coming in here. Vander Esch, the linebacker for the Cowboys, he's out. I think it could be a big game for Miles Sanders. I also think it could be a big game for Dallas Goddard, who's really um, done well uh, against the Cowboys. And I, I'm pulling up his stats here. It was it was pretty good and. You know, that even includes the one uh, offensive pass interference. Uh, he, I think he has three touchdowns, a couple hundred yards. And then there was that one horrific offensive pass interference they called on that sweet play where he, he got, he took an illegal shot to the head and then still ran all the way into the end zone. And they called offensive PI on him. It was one of the worst calls all time. Horrible. And, and he seems to have real chemistry with Minshew in that one uh, Jets game. Uh, Minshew started with Goddard last year. He threw for uh, two touchdowns to Dallas Goddard. So I'm expecting Dallas Goddard to have a big game. And really, the Eagles defense versus Dak, who just continues to turn it over, I, I think is a is a monster uh, plus for us. So, you know, the defense, I think, could really carry the team. And I think Minshew uh, could be could be pretty fun. But what are you looking at, Justin? Yeah, I think uh, the big thing I'm looking at is Minshew versus Micah. I mean, if there was a fight card to this, I think I'd put them on the front. Yeah. Um, I think this is Steichen's, you know, biggest game so far. Uh, also, I mean, uh, we were able to kind of neutralize Micah last game until Lane went out. I mean, Micah did make some headway there after that, but um, I, I think he really got a scheme for him again, see what we can do. And, and it's going to kind of be up to Steichen and Minshew to be able to uh, work the offensive side of the ball and neutralize them once more. And uh, like you said, I mean, get the ball to Goddard or AJ you know, or, or the guys we need to make plays. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, and I think I said this to you earlier, Justin, like the first game, they they kind of neutralized, uh, you know, Micah Parsons by just running right at him with the with yeah. the lead option, right? And he had to, you know, can't be in two places at one time, so he had to make a decision and commit to one or the other, and it, it really neutralized him. But, you know, with Hertz out and with Minshew in there, I, I think that game plan is less feasible. Um, so, you know, they're going to have to scheme something up, and and hopefully they do. And, you know, I, I think they can. I think, you know, Minshew has some strengths too, but I think clearly he's going to probably be leaning on the side of, you know, getting the ball out quick, getting in the receiver's hands and let them try to make some plays. Yeah, and there, there's opportunities against this uh, Cowboys passing defense. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I think, threw for four touchdowns against them. And uh, is Minshew, uh, I think Minshew's going to be in a good spot. Like, we haven't seen Minshew with A.J. Brown yet. I think a guy like Minshew, he's not going to hold back. You know, he he's re- he's he's in top gun mode. He's ready to take advantage of this opportunity. And if you're if you're him, you know, you you throw up some jump balls to AJ Brown. Like AJ Brown, he's made Hertz looks good. He makes he made Ryan Tannehill look good. Uh, you know, he can make okay quarterbacks look good. He can make good quarterbacks look great. I think he could have a big game as well. Like I think we're gonna be. I just don't know that the offense is going to drop off tremendously, even though you know, Hertz has that 
extra gear to make us elite. I still think Minshew can do a lot of the same things in the offense. Yeah, I don't disagree, Sean. And and I think, um, you know, Minshew, clearly he's not as talented as Hertz, and, and Hertz is unquestionably the leader of the team, but the team does like Minshew. And it yeah. seems like they will rally around him and play for him. It's not like just some you know, scrub backup walking in. I mean, Minshew could probably be a starter on some teams in the NFL. So, you know, at minimum, he's a top grade backup. And I, I do think the team is going to come to play for him. I don't think it's going to be a game that they're just mailing it in. So, you know, I'm optimistic, honestly, going in. I think there's going to be some momentum to go out there and win this game. Yeah. And just to piggyback on Rob, I mean, it is, it is noticeable how much the team likes him. I don't know if you guys saw the clip of Mylotta interviewing Minshew, uh, telling him to bring the stash back, but that was that was pretty funny as well. Mylotta's got his stash going, trying to get Minshew to bring his back. It'd be nice to see the stash, see what we could do. Yeah, no, I again, he just he, he brings a little bit of swag. I know he just uh, he was really coach uh, close to Coach Mike Leach, friend of the program. Uh, check out that Mike Leach tribute show we did. That was that was yeah. pretty fun to put together. He obviously passed away suddenly, and Gardner Minshew was pretty emotional. Like, hey, I don't know if I'd be in the league if it wasn't for um, Coach Mike Leach. So, you know, I guess turning lemons into lemonade that he does get a, an opportunity here to play at a big stage in a in a really important game and showcase what he's got. I mean, the dude is just hard not to root for. I mean, I think even if you're not an Eagles fan, who if you're just a casual fan, you're 100% rooting for Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to like a yeah. guy that rolls around and, and lives in a bus for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Plays the samurai swords. <laughs> yeah, the samurai swords, the mustache. Like, you know, he does have he's like he's like one bad season away from just becoming Uncle Rico and traveling around talking about how he's to be able to throw it over that mountain. You know what I mean? Like he's right on that edge. And uh how can you not? All right, let's get to it. Our score predictions and the POG, aka the player of the game. Justin, since you have the worst internet connections, uh, you have the honors. Who do you got? <laughs> What's the score and player of the game? I know I gotta talk to my dad about this internet service. I'm back at home right now. It hasn't been working out too well. But uh so uh Eagles, I say they're gonna pull it off. I do think it's gonna be close though. I said 24-20. Uh, I, I will say, uh, I think the player of the game though is going to be slay. I think we could get some turnovers from, from Dak. And I was going back and forth between Bradbury and slay, but I think, you know, slay can potentially shut down CD and, uh, get us the win there. Rob, how say you? I think Gardner Minshew comes up big. I think the team rallies around him Christmas Eve um, I am going to be optimistic, and I'm going to say Gardner Minshew is player of the game. I think he uh, is ready for this, and I'm going to say 27 to 23, uh, but it may be a nail biter at times. Yeah, could be a could be a very close game. I'm going to say even closer, but we get it done. Eagles 28, Cowboys 27. Dallas Goddard is the player of the game with two 
touchdowns. If you want to bet Dallas got her two touchdowns, I think WinBet has that as a 20 to one fun, long shot uh, play there. Uh, may as well tie Eagles money line in there. And uh, yeah, Gardner Minshew passing touchdowns, put that in there. You can build your own bets. Sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. Hey, follow us on Twitter at diehard Eagles 52. Check out the merch store. Got some sweet uh, merch there. Diehard Eagles uh, stuff there. Got my dad, a diehard Eagles mug. He's pretty excited about that. And uh <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you after the uh, after the Cowboys game. Only a couple games left, and then we got the NFL playoffs for the Diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green for my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. Go birds! Go, Go birds! birds.